All right, folks, today we have a special treat. Our next contributor. I'm always excited when we have a new contributor to the show. Today we have Omboy. That is O-H-M for all of you tech nerds out there. He'll explain how he came up with that fabulous name. So that's Omboy. He is uh, another dear friend of mine. I've known him for a very long time. He is a engineer extraordinaire at a global tech company, kicking butt with what he does. So he'll talk to us a little bit about engineering issues. He is also uh, a gay man who has, you know, been courageous in his life and have come out um, to, you know, a lot of religious folks in a very difficult situation. He's going to talk to us about that courage in coming out of the closet and hopefully inspire some folks. Um, he is a very interesting story. I admire him very much. He's like my little brother, even though he's only a couple years younger than me. But... Um, so first, we're going to let Omboy talk to us about, uh, you know, his his background, and then we're going to talk a little bit about gay issues and what it's like to come out of the closet and kind of dive into that topic and see where the show goes. So without further ado, I'm very excited to have Omboy. Omboy, take it away. Tell our lovely listeners, our fellow cutters, a little bit about yourself. Thanks, Counselor. I appreciate it, man, and thank you for having me on the show. I love you. Um, love you here. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I'll, I'll first start off with Omboy and yeah. how that came about, and then I'll talk a little bit about myself. Sure, man. Um, so for those that, uh, don't, so I'm an electrical engineer, um, by trade and there's a famous fundamental law called Ohm's law. Um, and so Ohm's law basically states that, uh, the, uh, the voltage, uh, across any two wires, right. Creates this electrical field. And, uh, when it creates this electrical field, um, it conducts current, uh, but it's directly proportional. Um, now I know I'm getting really too deep here, but That's basically <laughs> the equation is V equals IR. So voltage equals current times the resistance. Okay. So basically what it says is if you know how much current is flowing through a wire, through some kind of branch of a wire, you can calculate and you know the resistance value of uh-huh. that wire. You can calculate the voltage across that or vice versa. If you know the voltage, you can calculate the current. Um, nice. At the end of the day, double uh, electrical engineers use this all the time. I mean, I still use this like every single day of my job. So it is a uh, not something you just learn in school, but you use it um, every day in order to do things correctly and design circuits correctly. So, so you actually um, learn things in school that you actually apply every single day, unlike trigonometry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I actually still use trigonometry. I use Get all the here. math. For real? You yeah, use trigonometry? Yeah. When I'm routing, so. So circuit boards are, are three dynam- uh, three dimensional. When you break yeah. open a you know some kind of computer or anything that has electronics inside, yeah. uh, you see this green board with all these like little black chips. Well, mm. the green board is uh, a circuit board that somebody has to design, and that's three dimensional. So inside you have wires of all sorts of shapes and 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 um, and lengths and widths. And so sometimes you need to learn how to calculate how wide a, a trace or a wire needs to be in order yeah. to reduce some kind of resistance or reduce what's called capacitive coupling, which is, again, just like an electric and magnetic magnetic fields being uh, propagated through your circuit board. Um, so there's a lot of like little things like yeah. that. that My yeah, goodness. But yeah, I use it all. All right. You gave me a headache. So, so, <laughs> Omboy, so Omboy is just a... It comes uh, from that. Uh, it comes from home, like it. Homeboy. My yeah, home, of course. Right? But it's Omboy. So oh, HM. Nice. There you go. Nice. And I love it. those who play for those who play League of Legends, uh, that's my uh, my gamer tag name. Oh, so nice. Omboy. So there you go. <laughs> oh, you're plugging. All right. Well, I'm, if you're on Xbox Live, I'm crazy old man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crazy old man. I like that. I think, um, I think so I'm crazy up. with three A's. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit about myself. Yes, I, uh, sir. Basically, took a, after graduating high school, I took a hiatus off. Um, uh, didn't go to college, but then um, I found the light and. Uh, I went to uh, a community college uh, with one of my best friends. And we encouraged each other um, at the so same time. So hold on, time, real quick, one boy, slow down for a second. So, so that our listeners know. So you coming out of high school, I know you were a, a top student. Okay. Yeah. So um, I, I did well over uh, during my freshman and sophomore year, and then my junior senior year, I kind of you know you're, you're in the room. wrong crowd, and people around me weren't as motivated, and um, I didn't have a lot of. Uh, uh, I, I guess mentorship on on academics and yeah. what it takes to actually go out and, and get an education and the possibilities um, that it, an education can do for you. Yeah. Uh, so because the reason why um, so, the reason why I wanted to point it out is that uh, you're a person who has been able. I mean, you're, you've got your master's degree. You're working. You know, you're you're you're, you're making it. And it, the message, what I like about your story, is that 
you didn't take a typical route in getting there because you graduated high school and then you didn't go right into college. And yep. I think a lot of people think that, you know, you got to go through all the way, et cetera. And, um, you know, that's just for, for folks to know that, you know, it doesn't, the, the door's never closed is the point. Well, like, yeah, you and yeah, I share that. You went to school as an older, especially with your engineering. Basically, you went to school as an older student. And that was kind of my experience with law schools. I went to law school as an older student. It's just kind of that idea that for people listening, it's, it's never too late is the point. So that's why I wanted to make that clear is that, you know, you, you graduated high school and then you, you worked for a while, right? Yeah, no, that's that's a really good point. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's never too late. A lot of folks think that you're – I did work uh, for a while full-time. Yeah. Um, and a lot of folks feel like once they kind of start uh, working uh, and they're out of school and they're out of the loop for, yeah. for, for several years, it's kind of hard to come back. Yeah, um, And sure. that's uh, not so at all. Uh, that's yeah. not so at all. It's not that hard to, uh, to actually come back and make a, make a change. It. Yeah, uh, exactly. Oh, absolutely. Especially – especially because there are uh, a lot of opportunities out there um, and you can start at the community college. So yes, you might not get into a university exactly. from the get go, but that's not the point. The point is yeah. you go in and you get your path going, you kind of get used to academics, you get used to what it takes and what classes you got to take. And yeah, you start, you know, putting your critical thinking cap on and you start thinking about where do you want your career to go and what do you want to major in? Yeah. And then at that point, once you get your AA degree from your community college, at least in the state of Florida, yeah. which is where I went uh, for uh, is where I went uh, into community college. Yeah. Um, you're able to get into a four year institution uh, guaranteed. Yeah. So as long as you get your AA degree and you have a minimum GPA requirement, I believe depending on your degree, there's different limits. Sure. Some have it at 2.5, some have it at 3.0, some have it at 2.0. Gotcha. Um, you're able to major in that at some four year institution in the state of Florida. So yeah. I went to University of Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did that for, for three years, got my electrical engineering degree. Um, I graduated. Uh, I got this award. Um, and this is not to my order, but I got this. Toot it. Call, <laughs> you got to give your credentials, uh, toot- man. People got to know that when you talk about engineering, you know what you're talking about. So at the College of Engineering, when you graduate, graduate at the University of Florida, they give out two awards. It's called the four-year Gator Engineering Scholar and the two-year Gator Engineering Scholar. Mm-hmm. So the two-year Gator Engineering Scholar, they give it. To, to transfer students gotcha. that have excelled in academics, have excelled as a leader mm-hmm. um, within their student orgs, and yeah, as well as like their research and internships throughout their time at UF. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I got that award. Nice. Uh, so yeah. Um, and then after that, I went to grad school, uh, worked my butt off in undergrad, and um, uh, I got accepted to the University of Michigan um, mm-hmm. under a fellowship. So that, a fellowship that, that crappy is, engineering school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so easy to yeah, get in. No, yeah, so you got there, yeah. and they basically paid you to get your degree. So that's that's how that's how awesome uh, Omboy is. They paid yeah, him to go get yeah. his master's. Yeah, didn't pay a penny in tuition, and I got a salary. Uh, what they call a stipend, but it's basically a salary uh, to teach and to do research at that school um, while you're getting your degree. So, and then after that, started working at a big company uh, down in Dallas, Texas, called Texas Instruments. Got a lot of experience at my first job in industry. And then after that, um, I decided to make the move to the Bay Area, Silicon Valley. I've heard a lot of people talk about the Valley. I had a lot of my friends that couldn't stop talking about it. A lot of friends that lived out here and said, you got to make you got to make it out here. Um, you got to see what it is for yourself. So now I work for another big company out here, yeah. but I'll keep that. Uh, One of a billion. Uh, Don't worry about it. Right. There's many, yeah. many global tech companies out of uh, out of the West Coast. So it's all good. So, yes, yeah, so you work for one of That's them. That's it. You know what's funny That's is that, sure. you know, WizKid, our, our co-host, uh, Absentee, he'll be back in January. He told me today. So hopefully he's back. He also works for one, too. So, you know. We have nice. Guys. Yeah. yeah. So he works, for the, he, works for the, he works for one of the other ones. Nice. One nice. of your enemies. I, yeah, so. I, I, think, I think I already know what it is. That, That's right. Know, I'll yeah, keep that also in secrecy here. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So, all right. So, um, sorry. Go ahead. So, you got your master's. Um, so, you're at Michigan, freezing your butt off. Getting your degree, yeah, you have, and then you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> some idea. Hey, I have a little bit of idea. That's true. You did. You know, well, Michigan you is worse than New York. New York. Yeah, yeah, and Rhode Island actually, New England. So it's probably the better, the better bet. New York doesn't get it as bad as New England. So I have a rough idea, but yeah, I mean, I think Michigan still gets it worse. So you're out there for two years. Yeah, uh, two years. Yeah. All right, and then from there, what happens? So then I move. I uh, I moved to Dallas, Texas, start my career That's right. at Texas Instruments. All right. And I was out there for about three years. Yep. Um, started uh, learning how uh, the industry 
works and how the industry, uh, what are the skill sets you need um, as an electrical engineer in the workforce as opposed to school? Because a lot of times what you learn in school, there's a lot of theory, uh, but there's not a lot of application. Um, and so you do learn how to apply all these like little things uh, uh, and, you know, tricks of the trade, uh, if I may, um, at your job. Um, so and that comes with experience that comes with time. Um and yeah, and after the three years that I spent at TI, yeah. uh, I decided to make the move to come to California. I currently live here in the Bay Area, uh, so Northern California, and I've been out here for six months now. Nice, I know, man. I love it. Yeah. Out there, so it'll be. Oh, fun. it's beautiful. The weather here, it's That's sunny. Oh, like, dude, almost I love it. Every yeah. day. No, the Bay Area yeah. is one of my favorite places in, in in the country. Probably top top three. I love going out to the Bay. So. I have yeah, two people yeah. I love out there. I got two, and then I have one of my, my my other lovely, wonderful friends. Actually, LH, who does our music. I know everybody's going to think that I, I do this whole show with just my friends. I promise you it's not. <laughs> so LH Soul is the artist who does our music, and then he lives out there. We talked about him, like, well, having you guys hook up at some point to talk. So he's well, he's the one who need, does our music. Yeah. Well, you need to make yourself uh, find find a date. I'm telling you, can make, you, man. Make it out here, We're and then... Yeah, you can, you know, you can steal out there. our plays. <laughs> yeah, oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, like, sure. I'm, here, I'm here with Homeboy. We're yeah. in the same room recording as opposed to the three-hour difference. So cool, man. So let's um get into the meat of today's subject about what it was like um for you specifically. Now, my first question is, you know, at what age? What was the, that first kind of indication when you realized that, that you know, you were not attracted to women so much as, as, as you were men? Um, and, yeah. and, and if I call me out, at any point, please, if I if I use terminology, because I you know everybody's I, I'm you know I'm as liberal and I think as woke as they come, but nobody's completely. So as we talk about this, if I say some dumb shit, call me out on it, please. All right. I I appreciate. It. I already know your intent. And, yeah. Uh, so, but but that's the good. thing because all of us make mistakes and and we're here generally to learn about things and you know we've talked about it at nauseum ourselves, but for the sake of you know listeners and things like that, um, I know myself and I know that I could sometimes say some dumb shit. So. Call me out on it if I do. So, but going back, okay. So let's talk about that experience because I think that that's that's something that. Um, first of all, and by the way, before we get started into it, thank yeah. you, thank you so much for being willing to open up and talk about these personal things. And and I love that you are, you are um, okay with trying to inspire other folks and and with your story. So thank you for that, homeboy. I love you for that. It's 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 my pleasure. It's my pleasure, man. Thank you, man. And I'm doing it for you because I love you a lot, too, because you're my older brother. So. There you go. Ah, yeah. all right. That's it. All right. See, I'm getting all I got goosebumps. All right. So, <laughs> all right, mi hermano. So talk to us first, I guess, about that first experience. Like, you know, what, at what point, you know, did you start to realize that, you know, your orientation and then, you know, the experience of being, you know, of going through that, especially with us, your friends, yeah. you know, not letting any of us know and just kind of. Talk to us through that 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 period of your life, please. Yeah, yeah. So that's a that's a really good question. Um, so uh, for me, I kind of already knew when I was eleven years old, which seems 11. pretty early. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's kind of like when you when you kind of hit puberty. Yeah. Um, it's when it kind of hit off for me, and I knew there was something a, a bit different uh, because a lot of my friends um, at that time, 11, 12 years old. Tw- mm-hmm. At twelve, it became a lot more evident. Uh, you know, they would talk about girls, right? They'll yeah. uh, look at uh, naked girls and all this stuff and say like, oh my gosh, it's, you know, she's you so know, hot women are and- fine and she's hot and all this stuff. Um, and I'm, in my mind, I'm like, what are they seeing that I'm not seeing here? Uh, at like 11 <laughs> or 12 years old, right? Yeah. It's a young kid. Nobody's taught me this, by the way. I was raised very staunchly uh, uh, in a religious home and yes. very, uh, very conservative. Um, and on top of that, there was no uh, nobody that was homosexual, nobody that was an LGBT uh, individual within our family. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm the first. So I didn't have uh, anybody to look up to or anybody to kind of teach me these things. Right. If anything, the message was was always man. It, you know, you get married to a woman if you're a man. If you're a woman, you get married to a man, mm-hmm. um, you know, because that's the godly way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's coming from the church that I grew up in. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so 11 or 12, like I knew um, I would look at pictures of guys or I look at guys and I felt more attracted to guys. Yeah. Um, and I felt that, you know, wow, it'd be kind of cool to, to be with a guy, mm. but I would hear the message from the church and, um, from a lot of folks that, uh, gay people, um, are not going to go to heaven. You're just your typical Christian, hardcore Christian message. Not all Christians are that sure. that way. Cause I have a lot of friends that are Christian that don't think that way. They're much more progressive and more liberal, yeah. but some, some of the, you know, there's a lot of churches in the South that don't think that way. You know what? I mean, I, just as a side note, I, 
my position is that it's still the majority of Christians. So, because because what 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 I find is that within my social circle, the the folks that are religious are generally more liberal. And every time we have conversations about topics such as these, I find that what I tell them is either number one, you're your church and the way you guys practice medicine, uh, medicine, <laughs> the way you guys practice your religion is uh, not the norm, and yeah. and and the same, you know, the, the 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 folks who have the influence, the people who are on TV, the uh, all the folks who actually have the influence with other the vast majority of Christians are not accepting at all and they're not anywhere close to it so what i've always found and i always put this pressure on them the same way that people always put the pressure on like muslims and other people well, we're the good ones and we're the people who are supposed to be defending it blah blah, blah. i always tell yeah. them i say well so where are you? you guys have to take your your voice and apply that and start fighting the majority because because i don't believe for a second that anywhere near the majority of christians accept homosexuality accept you know other forms of lifestyles at all i, I still think it, yeah. it's 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 you're a rogue if you're yeah. a pastor accepting homosexuality in Christian churches, and I, and I say that across all denominations that I know of, Episcopalian, yeah. Baptist, Seventh-day Adventist, Catholic, uh, yeah. Lutheran, uh, none of those folks accept homosexuals. None of those folks accept people who you know do certain behaviors. Certain, and I say behavior, I mean like eating, where you, your diet, your you know, yeah. all this other stuff that you know. So you know, just to be clear, I don't. I, I feel strongly about that because I think a lot. I think a lot of times when I'm talking, and I'll be interested in when Wizkid comes back and other folks that we're going to have on in the future, because I think that they think that that's what that the majority of Christians are the way that their churches are, and that's just not the case. And I don't what find I, them doing anything to combat. If I that. may, yeah, yeah. If if I may, um, what what I what I have seen in the um, throughout my experiences mm-hmm. is uh, the churches that are in more liberal areas, or let me. Let me take it back a, uh, a step. Uh, folks uh, that go to churches that uh, a lot of folks are uh, have an education or are professionals tend to be a lot more progressive. And so, folks mm. that uh, grew up with an education or or had folk had their parents uh, yeah. uh, have an education, they usually go to churches that are you know have more money, more wealth, or more liberal. So their experiences might be that way because they're surrounded by yeah. you know more critical thinkers, right? Sure. Where majority of folks are poor. Uh, majority of folks in America, it's reality, don't yeah. have an education either. No, I think yeah, it's that's the truth. thirty. Uh, to be honest, I still remember this number because I thought it was a crazy number. Right? Isn't it ridiculously um, low? 30, how many people 30, actually have a degree? A forty. So thirty-one point something percent of all uh, adults, twenty-five mm. and over, have a four-year education. Yeah. Meaning, that's more nuts. than two-thirds of America does not have a degree. And so these are the folks that you're. Uh, you know, that, uh, that live here and some of them go to church and, you know, some of them are just not, uh, the most savvy and, and have the highest of, of like, and, and so that, and that's the side that's, uh, yeah. that tends to shun sometimes, right? Not to be like, judgmental, yeah, hold but on, let me stop they, you real quick, Omboy, yeah. just, just to be clear, cause I, I, I want to make sure that nobody's, um, that people aren't, um, uh, mistaking what we're saying here. Yeah. Our, and I think we both agree on this. Our point is that you, and it's a fault of the American educational system. We're not taught critical thinking and and you know uh, to to question and to to what's the word I'm looking for here to um, probe things to until, be curious until yeah about, to, until yeah. we get to college. So it's not a conspiracy. You know the, the the thing that a lot of you know uneducated people like to say is that you go to college and you, you liberal indoctrination. Bullshit. No, it's not liberal That's, indoctrination. What it is is you're taught the ability to actually discern things and actually read bullshit and to question things that don't make sense because that, that's, that's why you're taught that. You're, we're not taught that in high school. Yeah. Our brains are not ready for that. So if you didn't go to that, it is a lot easier to fool you. That's just a fact. You can call us elitist. You can call us yeah. whatever the hell you want, but that is a biological fact of how the brain works. So and I'm that, sorry. Not to like, go too, too off tangent, but just yeah. to uh, echo what you're saying there, um, I have never – and neither has uh, one of my good friends that I grew up uh, with that mm-hmm. we went to college together that I spoke about earlier in the show. Yeah. Um, we never, ever had a professor at the University of Florida mm-hmm. or for me at the University of Michigan. And he went to Stanford for grad school. And for him yeah. at Stanford, tell us you have to be a liberal. This you have way. to be yeah. progressive. I'm talking about po- politics. It was always about yeah. the subject matter. It was always about with the class you're taking and teaching you critical thinking skills. So for folks that think that colleges, yeah, universities kind of brainwash, no, that doesn't, 
that doesn't exist. It's actually, it's actually the absolute it's opposite because, <laughs> because the difference is that what I find the irony in it is that the folks who are telling you that are people who go and sit down in front of a pew and, and, and take what a person is telling them on an altar as gospel and truth. Yeah. Yet we're the brainwashed people. Yeah, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's the part that that drives me nuts. Is like, is like you're the yeah. person who lives according to a doctrine, doesn't question it, and meanwhile, I'm the person who's been taught to question things. And if something doesn't make sense, then you keep on probing. And if it doesn't make sense at the end, you call bullshit. Or we need to learn more. Yeah, one one of the two things happen: either you're lying, or we still need to know more, right? And then we keep on probing, yeah. as opposed to let me sit down and I, and if I even ask a question. I'm told that I'm doing the wrong thing. So, so the, that's the irony is that is that is an institution where you're taught to think and question things. You're being told by the other institution that teaches you not to question because then you're a sinner. That yeah. we're the ones being brainwashed. It's comical, yeah. honestly. <laughs> that, that's a little funny though. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, yeah. so that, that, that's where, where where I just want to make clear that we're not trying to sit here and say that you can't do these things. You know, outside of it, it's not to say that you can't not go to college and still be a thinker. But the bottom line yeah. is is let's be real. The people who who make things and succeed and make the world better for us. Education is it. I'm sorry. You're never gonna, edu- yeah. Academics is a beautiful thing. That's the and way it's a beautiful it thing. Every, and every, as a matter of fact, I encourage people that don't come from educational backgrounds. It's ne- even better did. for those folks to come into that uh, yeah, to man. academics because it brings a huge diversity. Their background, yep. the way that they were raised was very different. That's what and affirmative action is the, supposed to I be about. Bring, and I bring that to the, to the table because of my exactly. experiences being rooted deeply into, you know, working family and, and having certain yeah, um, laws that we, that my parents had taught me to, to be a good employee, be a good worker, but then taking yeah. that and not growing up with a lot of wealth um, and using the skills that I've learned in school Absolutely. Um, at my job. And I, and I think a lot of folks that don't come from um, uh, wealthy backgrounds or, or folks that come, they don't come from an educational background yeah. um, bring a lot to the table. Absolutely. And not only that, but you're going to get, paid and you're going to become a professional and then with money let's comes, be honest you're able yeah, to do a lot more freedom. things with yourself for your life for your family absolutely. for even charities if you want to do more for charities yeah, absolutely you can volunteer but at the end of the day it takes money to to move things right absolutely. Um, and so sides. if you're successful then you're able to do these things because you have a nice stream of income coming in yeah. um and it's just it, it just overall you inspire you help you you do a lot. You're able to do uh, more things, yeah. And I I just yeah. I you know it drives me nuts that that we we are in this anti intellectual movement that's coming out of only one political party. Let's not let's of cut course. the caca. That's, <laughs> that's the truth, right? I'm sorry. There's nobody on the left calling for you know how people are. You shouldn't be going to school yeah. and you're being brainwashed. We so yeah, all right. So circling back. That, all right. So going way. back to your story. Um, um, yeah. So, so at twelve, yes. At twelve years old, I, I kind of knew. And then at that moment, when I heard from the church that you know you choose to be gay, um, mm. it's a choice. I, I, I heard that a lot. Uh, yeah. That you know people that are gay that choose again that lifestyle uh, don't go to heaven. And so it's a choice. You can choose straight up to be straight or gay, mm. which I found as a kid very uh, confusing. You know, now yeah. I know that that was incorrect and wrong, of course, but yeah. it was confusing. And so I would sit. I literally thought I was going to die and go to hell. I would sit in my room sometimes without telling my folks um, and pray to God and cry, like crying. I still remember just tears flowing down, praying to God to please change me. Why am I different? Why am I different? Why did he make me the way I am? Can he stop making me gay? Um, Because I think that's what I am. Um, And that went on to like 13 years old. I even had at to like 13, I even had couple of times some suicidal thoughts you know as a kid i think most kids do have those kind of thoughts right um yeah. it's not taboo it's it's very much uh, the norm for kids that, that go through these kind of things um but i told myself there's got to be something better than this right there's got to be a better path there's got to be a light at the end of the tunnel um i just got to stay strong and 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 just you know continue on and, and figure it out at some point i'll figure it out um so obviously you know uh, suicide was not an option because i didn't want that i want to see what life had uh life had to be better you know it had Did you to ever look, can i stop you for a second so going yeah. to, i mean because i think that that's another thing that i think a lot of people don't appreciate um at all because the the initial the you know you we're we're taught as a society uh especially a a, a puritanical society which the united states for all of its 
you know, whatever, is still a very puritanical-based society. A lot of the things that we do, you know, we still have states that don't sell alcohol on Sundays after, you know what I mean? Which, so, so in we, Texas, we, we are, we are, it's yeah, like that. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, we are, we are still very much a puritanical society. So, you know, the, the initial... You know, it's always an initial. Uh, it's always negative. The initial, the initial idea of of you know the reality of homosexuality, and the, a lot of times it's always that you know. Let's be real. That's what people always. Yeah. That's that's the thing, and I don't think people realize that 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 the amount of like suicidal um, thoughts and experience, and the, like I don't think people connect it. And, and and I think if people had thought about like that experience and the fact that you actually sat there and and contemplated this, I think if people realize that that's that's the common norm whenever we do this to any group of people and make them feel in any single way that this is these are the thoughts that are going to that maybe it's perhaps bad. It's not, that maybe it's people not would good. feel a little less maybe yeah. a little less gro- disgusted by it maybe stop being so judgmental about it if people realize that that's a huge factor and i think it's 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 the most important part of it that i think a lot of part a lot of times gets forgotten is that we're talking about kids who do kill themselves oftentimes because of this yeah and 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 i think that the church has to bear a certain amount of responsibility for that because that's mental abuse no different than what you do to a child or an, or, or a spouse Abs- think about absolutely. it right cuz you you've got absolutely. a group of adults Including your parents telling you that this is a thing that is immoral, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and and think about how that. And then they the have the, the there's also the pray the gay away right that there's it gives opportunity yeah. it gives false hope to a lot of kids thinking like oh, okay you know I have the pastors I have everybody praying for me I I, I I'm probably gonna change Why is something's gonna wrong change with God. you which is and just then awful they, you're gonna think exactly exactly it's Sorry, not okay. it's not good because you're not accepting yeah who you are to be Jesus. to to talk or. To your folks out there and to the folks that listen to your show, um, there is nothing wrong with being gay and being who you are. And people are born that way. As a matter of fact, Absolutely. it's a spectrum. I don't want to make it black and white. You're not either gay or straight. Sure. Everybody everybody falls in this sexual spectrum mm-hmm. where everybody has tendencies of uh, – m- you might have some homosexual tendencies, but you lie more on the heterosexual side yeah. and vice versa. And some Absolutely. people fall right in the middle and are bisexuals. I mean it yeah. it does – happen it is a spectrum but and um, the thing is that you, so don't you, you and it's not just us it's not just humans you see it all across mam- mammalian life like there's homosexuals like animals in animal and, kingdom yeah and, and it's like species, dude, ex- yeah. yeah yeah this is yeah. this is as, as real as as water is what and, and homosexuality didn't start in this era it's been <laughs> around since the bc it's been around since it's the forever Greeks, since humans Roman, since human involved yeah, yeah. just exactly. species in general they there's a certain percentage sure it's not big sure it's not the majority but there's a certain percentage of a certain species that are born homosexuals, yeah, right? Absolutely. And lean more towards that side on the on the spectrum. Yeah. Um, but I guess my point is, even yeah. if you lie in the middle, don't feel like you have to shun who no. you are, be no. who you are, and don't feel like people don't follow other people's uh, advice for their happiness. Exactly. You need to follow your own. You need to follow who you are and be who you are to be truly happy. Um, and at the end of the day, I guarantee you. Uh, life does get better. It will get better through the middle school and high school phase. It kind of sucks to be honest. There's a lot of bullies, and you know that's just the age where kids just make fun of each other. Can you take but, us through any experiences that you had through high school? Um, like, was there anybody who kind of started to? Because for me, having known you, um, I it it just didn't like for me at all. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, get, I never I get it pretty well. <laughs> yeah, you did. You absolutely did. You absolutely did. Um, you know, for me, it wasn't until later on that you know, you know, we, I suspected, but just because of like just social media and you know what I'm saying, that's when I was like, oh, okay. Um, no, I, I always obviously made I, no difference, I, but so my point is, after, is sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say after like 13 or 14, I basically told myself and promised myself that I wouldn't um, come out. I told myself I would never come out uh, to my parents at least, and that I had to, at some moment when I live outside of the house then I'll live like my life, um, but like hide it from everyone. Yeah. Um, obviously that changed and yeah, I evolved uh, yeah, through through time. But um, no, I, I hit it to the point where I didn't want to showcase. I was scared to death to show people that part of me. Yeah. So I would never ever show it in any you know shape or form. Yeah. Um, I, I had a girlfriend, but it, that was kind of uh, 
unfortunately, was kind of fake on my end. Yeah. Fake meaning okay. I knew I didn't like her, but I knew that's what society wanted. And I, I would have less people talking about me saying like, oh, why don't you have a girlfriend yet? Why didn't you have a girlfriend yet while I was in high school? Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I did have a play, girlfriend. You played the part. Was, I played the part. I played sports. Uh, I generally liked sports. I didn't do it to, to yeah, get away I, with I, it. No, no, yeah. But yeah. I, I mean, played football. We played football a ton of basketball, basketball together. Yeah. Um, so I did enjoy that, but it's uh, I didn't uh, come to who I was during that time. But I saw kids that did in high school, and I got really encouraged by by their encouragement, right? By them being very strong. And I always hated bullies for some reason, like even in school, because I was a little bit more stockier, um, yeah. and I just didn't like bullies. I hated that, but uh, especially folks making fun of. LGBT, LGBT kids and all that yeah, uh, yeah. because I knew myself I, I was gay but at the yeah. same time too somebody pointed out to me saying oh you're gay I would always say like no I'm not gay I'm not gay you know you're crazy this and that like yeah. very loud and proud like I'm totally straight yeah. um, and it's funny because people who say that all the time you know you hear I people usually, books, yeah. oh God, I wouldn't have this you know the, the, hating That's gay people usually the, yeah Sign of, hmm, are you really closeted or what? <laughs> yeah, no, that's the funniest part. Yeah, I, I'm always, I always say, be skeptical of anybody who's 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 obsessive about any one topic. Any one to- yeah, because then you ask yourself, but who cares if people yeah. are gay? Do they? Hate you? Like, why do you hate them so much? Right? Yeah, it's like, self hatred. Yeah, what's going on here? Um, so that, that is a thing. Uh, but yeah, after after some time, uh, uh, and not to get to more, not to get into deeply. Uh, just my whole entire like cycle and circle, but I also sure. throughout that after high school became um, started questioning a lot of uh, the church practices and sure. um, decided to become an atheist. Uh, mm. That kind of happened when I started school, actually. Yeah. Um, and school saved, I would say, uh, it gave me a new chance at life, man. Um, it opened up my eyes to a lot of folks that were not in my bubble in that small little bubble in Florida or that small little bubble in that church. Yeah. Folks, another that advantage grew- of going to college. Another advantage for going to college, you see a diverse group of people coming from different experiences, and a lot of them think critically, and they won't judge you according to who you are, especially being gay. Uh, and that was my biggest fear that I would lose a lot of my friends. And when I came out in college, uh, it was the complete opposite uh, reaction that I thought I was going to get, which was a lot of love, a lot of support. All That's my friends great. could care less, yeah. and it was like no big deal. Um, and yeah, uh, for the folks out there that uh, – kind of go through these things um uh or they feel that they're a little bit different or they feel like they are gay or they're bisexual you know stay strong and and it it's hard to kind of come out i'm not gonna lie especially in the christian uh hard in the hardcore christian church where it's frowned upon it's really hard to come out but i guarantee you it gets better and if you can try to find a way to to go and continue your get into academics if you're not in it um, or try to go to college because uh, it's going to open a up space for you. a lot of yeah. opportunities and people that are different that are going to accept you yeah. and you're going to be very successful and you're going to find the person that you love at some point too. Yeah, um, that, that's a great message. I never thought about that, you know, that the, the encouragement to somebody who is in the closet to go to a university where you're more where you're almost guaranteed to have acceptance because you have actual groups that support just that. You Let me give mean? you an example. Let me give you an example. The the uh, when I got into the University of Florida, a lot of folks uh, that don't go to school don't know this. They have a lot of paid services. Mm-hmm. One of them being um, they have psychological um, uh, somebody who um, uh, a psychiatrist and, and psychologist psycholog- psychologist uh, psychologist. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and you're able to do counseling, uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Counselor, uh, <laughs> for for free because uh, yeah. the school pays for it's that for you being a student. Plan. Yeah. It's part of the plan, and I did you uh, take advantage of that? I got brought, yeah, I, it, that got brought to my. I actually looked for that. Um, oh, started looking great. at all my benefits when I got into the University of Florida, and I told myself I need to go ahead and make an appointment um, because I still wasn't out yet at the yeah. University of Florida during my first semester, okay. and I made an appointment to go see uh, a psychologist. Um, and I, I still remember going to the parking lot and second guessing myself mm-hmm. and leaving, even though. So you I left the first time. Friends now, no, I didn't leave. Oh, you I had the thoughts. I stay in the parking lot mm. and I stay there for like five minutes in the car, thinking about, man, I should just leave because it's going to be scary. The moment I say it, it's going to be real. Because at that point, mm. I never really said you that. Haven't I even actually some- verbally expressed it to somebody else. Yeah, to wow. anyone. Okay. Um, 
How old are you now? Like, At this point, I, you're like 23. Yeah, around the first there. First year, are you um, off? Roughly? Yeah. 24, 25. Yeah. Um, early 20s. Gotcha. So the uh, so when I go up, when I went up, um, and the person said, "Okay, so let me know what is what it is you want to talk about." I still couldn't say the words out of my mouth. I'm like, I have something to say, but I I don't know how to say it. It's, it, you know, I've known for a long time and it's killing me. And uh, she's like, it's okay. You know, you can say it, this and that. And I'm sitting there and I start crying. Um, and then I, I told her that I'm, I'm gay and I never haven't come out yet. And I don't know what to do. And I told her my situation and my family background. And we, we went through different counseling sessions and basically, um, which was fantastic. She created a map, right? Um, a map that I was going to draw out and a map to take me down the path from not being out to coming out to the world. Right. Yeah. And to my parents and my folks and being who are who I am, because she said at the end of the day, you're not going to be truly happy unless you live your life and or everybody around you respects you for who you are and you're out to everyone. But I know it's going to take a long time long jump to get from point a to point b because my scariest thing was selling my folks yeah. so little by little i yeah. said okay be comfortable with myself um the second thing was tell my best friend uh the third part was tell then all my close friends right like i wrote this little map in chart of, of the progress the steps the little baby steps i had to take mm. to eventually coming out to my uh and it, i got there yeah. you know I, I definitely got there but it was from the help of of the school system it was yeah. from the help of education um and also understanding that uh, if you have the right group of friends, man, um, those friends are going to care about you no matter who you are. Right. You know that support that support system is huge, um, and a lot of people don't surround themselves by the right people. That's another thing. That's what I'm saying. If your friend, if your friends are telling you something else, uh, and you know, basically they don't like you for who you are, yeah. they're not really your friends, nope. right? And you shouldn't surround yourself by folks like that that are putting you down. Um, there's too much negativity in uh, in the U.S. politics system right now that we have, so might as well surround oh, the world. <laughs> in the world, yeah. This world is a crappy place. It's bad enough as it is. It's like, yeah, you got to surround yourself around those people who make you better and want you to be better. That's always been my measure of any friendships and people around me. I'm like, are you are you making me a better person, or or are you wanting me to be a better person? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or are you just trying to keep me where I am at? And are we still sitting here at 38 years old talking about the same shit we talked about when we were 18? Yeah. You know, not, not there's anything wrong with that, but it's like it, it, it's you know it, it always marvels. You know what? And I don't care if you, if we're getting on our high horse here, but the, the the fact of the matter remains. It's like you know you just you separate yourself, and it sucks because you you find that at a certain point, people that you thought loved you for you know who you were really only loved you for like the love was conditional. We yeah. loved you as long as you were not. In college, we loved you as long as you just were in Florida. We loved you as long as you were listening to us. You know what I mean? And, and, and to bring you it find out that love is conditional, and it, it breaks your heart, especially with people that you've known, been with, especially in you know when it's your own parents or whoever it is. It's like you sit there and you go, your world gets rocked when people yeah. who you know for such a long time, you recognize that holy shit, this entire time, your love, the, per the perception of the love that I that you had for me, came with a condition all this time. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah, but that's what you have to your friends and, and I, other people for, right? To pick you up and lift you and help you move forward, and then you do the yeah, same for them. Absolutely, and for you know, mm -hmm. for for kids and other folks, you try to be a, you try to be some kind of a, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not yeah, an idol. Inspiration. Uh, inspiration. And this, yeah, and yeah that's not yeah. I'm looking for, but there's yeah. another, word, uh, another word, a role model. Role model, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and that's the idea here, you know? I mean, that's the, because, you know, what I, what I try to get is for the contributors and the people that we try to come onto the show is people who are, you know, are not your typical walk of the life folks, because I think that a lot of folks grow up thinking that there's this prescription for success and there's only one really way of getting there. And if you fall off the timeline, then you're done. You know what yeah. I mean? And, 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 and I think you're, you're a great example of you can wait a little bit and then choose to do things a little later in life and then you're actually happier because you're more prepared to do it then. You know what I mean? There's no Absolutely. reason for you to. So you know what I'm saying? So, um, I, so go ahead. Sorry. Um, oh, what I was going to say was uh, just quickly, could you go through what I think the, the you know, I, I, I think you would agree the hardest part, which was coming out to your parents and that experience. You don't have to get, you know, as, as much as you want to talk about it, of course. 
Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, in the time we have left for the show here, could you talk to us about, um, and then we'll follow up later on. We'll have Homeboy, ba- yeah. Homeboy back and we'll talk about engineering and how you got to that. Um, but for the for the rest of this show, we're quick here um, before we wrap up. Could you talk to us about that experience? Because I think that's like that one that that the terrifying one is, is your parents. <laughs> yeah, so it it definitely and walk was... us through that experience if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, um, it it definitely was the hardest uh, step to take, and it was the last step on that that map that I charted out for myself as a, yeah. as I was speaking earlier. Yeah. Um, so when I came out, um, once I came out to all my friends, I. I I came out guns guns blazing, and what that what I mean by that is I just came out to everybody within a two month span, and that's just the way I took it because I've hit it for so long. Other folks take a little bit longer, and that's totally okay. Coming out, it, there's not a one recipe. Um, it really depends on who you are, and there's many different ways of coming out, right? Um, and you uh, don't look at one person the way they came out. And feel like that's the way you got to come out because you might not feel comfortable. You have to feel comfortable with with the whole entire experience. But once you get there, um, which eventually you will get there, uh, you know, I hope. Uh, then for me, again, came out guns blazing after yeah. two months. After I came out to everybody, I came out to my parents, and it was the uh, uh, one of the worst experiences um, that I went through because of uh, mm-hmm. I knew I already knew what what uh, what to expect and my expectations. Uh, actually were were va- were valid um or they became verified the day i came out to them mm-hmm. um you know they were crying and um you know a lot of things were said i don't want to go into specifics no, of, specifics of exactly what they said but there was a lot of things that weren't uh weren't great um uh you know them being ashamed and um yeah. a bunch of stuff but then again you know me thinking critically here uh at the same time i'm like okay my folks uh Unfortunately, you know, they're simple people, right? And I don't, I'm not saying that they're that they're stupid, but they're simple people. They never their whole entire background has been in the church. You know, they never went to college, um, and they grew up with different folks. There was nobody that was gay in the family, right? So yeah. they never were educated on the topic of LGBT. I mean, it, and it's basically any, like anyone who grows up in a homogenous environment. Like if you only grow up with like white people, if you only grow up with black people, if you only grow up with one like like minded people. Everything else in around the world just seems like. You know, a little, a little scarier to you. So, so they thought, you know, basically, because uh, at that time I also um, became an atheist, right? Yeah. Uh, so you, you hit them. I, you hit them with two. With two. <laughs> the bam, bang. Um, bam, bam. Yeah. So, uh, you know, for them, they thought like, you know, what has, uh, you know, the devil, um, the devil has done to me, and this and that, right? Because again, they're coming from this conservative Christian church, and you know, I told my folks there is no devil doing this to me as a matter of fact the majority of people that i know from my school are all atheists and they're all straight yeah. if they were you know if they're atheists why aren't they gay too like it's exactly. not yeah, you know no and it's not a here. choice <laughs> there's no connection and I, yeah. I explained to them there's not a choice and i actually um uh found a documentary um and i told them that i wanted them to see it it wasn't that night because things were kind of a little bit crazier that night but sure. eventually a couple weeks later a month i can't remember how long it was maybe a month down the road um it's called For the Bible Tells Me So, and it's a documentary on Christian kids that are LGBT coming out to their Christian parents. Yeah. Um, and it was really uh, – it, it touched it touched a chord inside my body because that was who I was. That's how I was raised. Um, and so, and the, also mm. uh, the documentary kind of goes through the science showing Christian folks that there's nothing wrong with being gay. Mm-hmm. It goes through the, spe- the animal kingdom and how there's a lot of LGBT, a lot of gay species mm-hmm. um, that people are born this way. And it kind of goes through all this science, but then it also brings it back to the church. And, you know, the interpretations are kind of like off here and there. And, and it goes through all that, which is nice because it opens up your eyes to, hey, maybe there isn't, maybe I was taught wrong about this subject yeah. matter. Maybe there's something wrong with being LGBT or having a, a kid that's like that. Yeah. So I had them watch that. So I kind of went, on the approach of let me try to use this to educate my folks because I don't think they understand. Um, and they're hurting inside. I'm hurting too because they are not liking that I'm gay, but I can't change. Yeah. And I'm never going to change because that's yeah. who I am. You can't, you can't change the color of your skin, Max, right? Exactly. You can't change, exactly. you can't change yeah. your hair color. You can't change a lot of things, right? You can't change exactly. your DNA. You can't change your yeah, sexuality. Man. It's just it is who you it's are. What, yeah. um, and you uh, knowing that I can't, couldn't change – I needed to find a way to educate and change my parents' way of thinking because that can always change your way of thinking. Your mentality. That was a very healthy way to approach it. So. Like uh, you took it as an opportunity to educate and to to you know, as opposed to 
you know, just trying to just strictly defend yourself and you know what I mean? Like the, 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 that was, that was a very, I, I mean, from, from the outside looking in, just looking at it from a pure reason perspective, because yeah. obviously I can't relate, but from a pure, the only thing I can relate to is, 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 is the leaving the church part. Cause I did that to my parents and that was a very crappy conversation. But, but as far as the, the much bigger issue here, um, you know, oh, by the I, way, I, I, I told them both at the same time. I yeah. told him at the same time. So after I came out gay, I also told him I was an atheist. So I was like, I'm I should probably you. see it now just to get out of the way. Well, we're way. at it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. you know, not to be hypocritical myself, even though sure. I used all this, you know, this logical way, I kind of started off that way. I I am um, a bit more pushier uh, on the subject matter. So I did push him a lot more. I used to push my yeah. dad a lot more to see my side. Yeah. And if he didn't, um, I would call him out on, on yeah. his BS, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I did have a somewhat logical and then at the same time when they just weren't getting it because they didn't want to, then yeah. I used a little bit more of a, um aggressive approach. Aggressive gotcha. not physically, but of course, yeah. in terms of like explaining myself uh, through words. Gotcha. Um, and uh, they said obviously a lot of things. Yeah. I, so like I said, it gets better. I, yeah. I think that might be like the theme of the show for a lot of kids that, that are going through this issue. Yeah. Um, my folks told me that they would never have a person – like my love, right? The person I, uh, I'm i with, yeah. they're never invited over for the holidays. And if I'm mm. ever with somebody, I can come by myself, but if I, um, they're not allowed in the house. And if no. I, if, if basically, mm. um, if I were to come with them, then we're both not invited, right? Okay. So that's how it started. But yeah. now, guess what? Yeah. For the holidays, this, this, uh, this Christmas, both, uh, my my significant other, my yeah. boyfriend and I, yeah. are going to my parents' house for That's the first awesome. five days, staying there. So you know, they not to say they ate the words, but through time, yeah. that's the wrong way of saying it. But through time, they sure. they become more understanding. And even though they might still kind of be on the fence on things, yeah. they're more open to uh, the LGBT community and what it's like. Right? Yeah. Their their minds have been blown, um, mm-hmm. but now it's. They're more accepting, which is yeah, which is wonderful. Which is thing. nice. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, and it's a testament uh, to them as well that they can come from. It's a testament to the to the character of your parents. Um, I don't know your dad as well, but um, your mom, I remember, is always this lovely, wonderful woman. And it, 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 I was actually kind of shocked and hurt when you told me like her initial reaction. But then obviously I understood it as being somebody from the church. But I think it's also you got to give your parents credit in that sense that they've come a long way, dude. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, they went from absolute rejection and telling you these horrible things to now you're able to bring your love with you. And um, it's a seven. It was a seven year. I came out to them seven, seven years, seven years ago. ago. Yeah. Twenty eleven. Yeah. It's better than nothing, man. Yeah. But yeah. So better late than never. Is what they always say. Right? You know that that's the beautiful part is that you were you know this is happening before any kind of tragedy or you know one of the things that I, I've always been thankful for along those lines is like so like my my father in law um did not. It was purely racial, right? Did not accept me in the beginning. And thankfully, before he passed, you know, he came around. So it's that, that you're grateful that they're doing that before it's too late, which is, which is a relief. And which, I think yeah. and that's, that's great news. So I'm, 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 I'm really happy that that's happening. That's great. And then you guys are going to go down, right? Yeah. Similar so we're situation going down. With, your, with, your, with your significant other and his parents? Yeah, so we're going. So his his parents are, are all liberal. Um, yeah. okay, they're so all liberal. like part. They're all progressives, Democrats. So there was like no issue there. His brothers. So, so he's got a very different. And he grew up like his father's like an atheist and gotcha, all this gotcha. stuff. So yeah, very you know very. Uh, oh okay, so it's very different. That's it from his side. Very different. Yeah, like his okay. mom. Once he told his mom that we're together, like she sent me uh, these texts saying like, "Oh, I love you. I can't see you." She's, That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Very things. So. The one other thing I wanted to say is um, yeah. going back about um, your your bubble and folks that are within their bubble yeah. that find and think there's no way out. Um, when you don't have an education, a lot of folks don't think this way. You're around a lot of folks that don't have education, and a lot of you know some. There's a lot of great good people. There's a lot of bad people, but, but there tends to be a lot more. Uh, can I say shittier? Sure. Sure. Shittier people that don't have an education that are a bit more racist, a bit more sexist, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they usually go hand in hand. It's not. It's not. It's not a coincidence. You know, I've always said that somebody who's traveled the world is you are, are probably never going to meet someone who's who's traveled or is well well learned. You know, learn it as they say. Who's a bigot? No. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Funny. First yeah. one travel. Sure. And you meet a lot of folks. Yeah. And but, but even nowadays, man, I mean, you, you, the technology. If you can afford an internet connection. 
you can Skype with somebody across the world if you want to. And there's there's like websites where you can go and like you can sign up and you can talk to somebody across the world. Like it's 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 up to you. Like you you can choose to enlighten yourself, but it just takes your yeah. own effort to do that. And college affords that. Real quick, real quick before we wrap up, because I mean, yeah. from my perspective, well, I, I, sorry, finish your thing real quick. Sorry, I was, was going to yeah, just finish just to finish my um yeah. what I was saying. So the. Uh, the folks that don't have that, they're in that bubble, um, yeah. and they're experiencing a lot of either racism or sexism or people that are uh, um, that are biased towards that homophobic, LGBT community yeah. and are homophobic. I've even told my uh, uh, my brother-in-law who's uh, who's black. Yeah. So my sister, um, she uh, married to uh, she's married to this black guy, and you know we talked about we talked about a lot of different things, and you know he has. I encourage for him. I've been encouraging for him to go to school, and he's in school now. He hasn't finished yet, but he's on his way to, to continue his four year degree. But basically, he tells me that the experiences that he has kind of kind of sucks. And there was at one point in our conversations uh, about a couple years ago that he told me that uh, you know is even worth it getting a degree because I'm going to still feel the same type of racism now. I'm not going to get the same opportunities. I told my brother in law, dude, that's actually not true at all. As a matter of fact. That's you're around a group of people that just don't care, right? When you go to college and you get a degree and you're a professional, you start working in the professional uh, uh, atmosphere, right? In corporate America, um, or even in school, you're not allowed to say these things. You're not allowed to be this way. And there's less because there's more critical thinkers. There's less people that do think this way. You still have your few. Don't get me yeah, wrong. I was gonna say, yeah, let's not, um, let's not. You there's know, still uh, you still have people. There, there's still people <laughs> yeah, that there's are everywhere. crappy yeah. people everywhere, right? Yeah. This there's is not to be stereotypical. Yeah. There's a lot less of them, and you're not gonna have to deal with that. Um, and people are a lot more open to you, right? And they're they don't. Look, they look past the color of your skin because okay. um, that's what college kind of teaches you. And so that kind of transcends into the workforce. So I told him, like, you, if you feel like you're going to uh, get that kind of experience, you're not. And I think that's what happens to a lot of folks. They think no matter what in their bubble, if they get a degree, okay, might open up a couple more doors, but it's still the same. It's not I mean, the same. The thing is, what I so, tell people is, is, you know, from folks who've expressed similar, you know, I've faced it a million times. Like, the racism is everywhere, man. I, I've walked into, you know, how many times I walked into some small ass little county. In North Carolina, and you know, I, I I've been told that I need to stand in this other line, even though I was an attorney. To, like they didn't believe I was an attorney, so I needed to get in line to the security with everybody else. Uh, when I when I announced myself as an attorney, the looks I would get, people would be shocked that this brown guy he's an attorney. So I mean, uh, even <laughs> even after upper levels, I mean, the mama do, mama doctors <laughs> it now. So, I mean, so so you are gonna Jesus. get it, you know, everywhere that you go. Um, but it, but it is gonna be less. The point is, you go to a firm. I mean, so, so I I don't wanna you know. You know, I don't want to paint a fairy tale in that sense either. That oh, you know, you go to college and it's you're free of all bigotry. There, there's law not less. going to, but in yeah. general, I would agree that you're going to be faced with less bigotry. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, or maybe I'm also lucky that I went into tech uh, and engineering, and usually engineers tend to be yeah, atheists or open minded because they're critical sure. thinking. Yeah, yeah. I remember back in my my pre law days, I was a techie, and I, yeah, the programmers and everybody, it, it's a nice. It's it's hard it's to be a bigot and a programmer, especially in technology. Yeah. You have people from all over the walks of life doing tech oh, it's stuff. Be- it's beautiful. It's yeah, beautiful. I walk it in is. every day. There's all kinds. It's a wave of all kinds of different folks, different yeah, countries, man. different countries represented. It's beautiful. And yeah. we all come together and we all have our different experiences and we create amazing products, right? Because um, we all have a different way of coming with uh, with our own methods uh, to designing something. So, Which it's, speaks it's, to the, the value of diversity. And I, rem- I always remember um, – in law school, when going through constitutional law, when they were talking about affirmative action, I actually, I believe it started, one of the major universities that started doing it was um, University of Michigan. They're one of the major um, cases now even. like a, I, There's a case, University of Michigan versus, I forget off the top of my head, but it was one of the leading um, uh, oh, predecessors for, for affirmative action. And, and the, the, the Supreme Court Justice, I forgot who it was, but they, they said, you know, about talking about the value of diversity in a classroom, in a place, in an institution of higher learning. If you just have a bunch of upper class white males in a classroom, how much are you actually learning about the world and how much discussion can you possibly really have? Which is why the value of diversity, different perspectives, different experiences. And it's it's happening now, the push in the boardroom. Like, I think it was, was it California? Didn't you guys out there just, um. Oh, it went blue all the way, even all our red. Yeah, no, but I'm talking about uh, a law, a law. There's a law that was passed that it requires to have at least two women on every publicly traded board company, something. Where and it's sad that you actually have to pass the law in order to get shit done. But that's just the way you know our society works. Is like you know I, I've always said it. I think it's proof now the way people behave. Like we've advanced as a society legally, but not so much socially. 
it's it, the only the way we've come forward is that it's illegal to be a pig. You can't discriminate, yeah. but people yeah. still will would if left to their own devices. So socially, we still have a long ways to go. We still have advanced, but we've advanced a lot more legally than not. My point is the value of diversity in anything that you do. It's a beautiful thing it's to have other perspectives, and whatever it is you're producing, yeah. whatever it is you're discussing, is going to yeah. be that all that all all the more better by having yeah. different perspectives. So, anyhow. That's our time, that, my friend. That, one last thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you said about the diversity thing, though, you know, the wave of either, you know, all the same type of person, right? Like, say, all white males, same age, and all that. That reminds me of like the Republic, the new Republican uh, House of Representatives. That photograph, right? <laughs> yeah, she's Dude. all white males. Yeah, that I talked to, talk to Donuts about it last by week. The, I was like, you got to see this picture. That, that doesn't represent America. It doesn't, right? No. It's America's not all white males, first of all. Yeah. Um, and even then, and it was then, older white males, too, because the, the photograph yeah. is is there's one one woman, and then out of the remaining 39 white men, like 80% of them are have, like, gray hair and wrinkled faces. So and it's, there, not, it's is, not just, like, you know? And this is, to be, this is not racism towards, like, white people because white people obviously – are hugely should be hugely represented as well, right? Just like anybody else. But you need to make sure that the group, the entire group in this country, is represented equally across every single individual. And the Democratic Party kind of, you kind of saw Does that a better job of doing it. For yeah, sure. you know, yeah. and, and, and people listen to the show. LGBT, yeah. people just, love the sh- it, It's nice. Yeah, it's people nice. who listen know that we, you know, we're, we're not. We're not like in love and enamored of the Democratic Party. We have our beef with it too. But for it, it but it is, it is. You know, I was a, bur- I was a birdie is- bro, by the way. Oh, I yeah. was a birdie. So, yeah, so, 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 yeah, so am I, and so is Whiskey. We rail on Hillary because, trust me. Oh, we're she, not, was, she was just we, such we don't a eat bad, the pot. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, she was we great. We don't eat the Kool Aid. I think she, she the is most qualified candidate qualified. in history, which is the craziest Absolutely. part. Absolutely. But she just didn't have the personality. I'm sorry, but to yeah, be the no, president, I mean, but she's you also have to crooked too. She is. I mean, the, the Clintons are a dirty family. Don't get me wrong, but but but, but to, to put them in, in, in the same even stratosphere. As the mafia, you know, of operation of the Trumps. Come on, man, get out of here! Are you kidding me? Uh, there, there's yeah, levels I'm of dirty politics. I'm hoping you does something soon here. That's that's all I can say. Yeah, but yeah, we'll sit back and least, see what's up. At you least know? you can. I would say this: the mm-hmm. house we finally took it back. Yeah. Right, it's blue, and that puts a huge check on power, which is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, laws cannot get passed yeah. uh, and can't push can't get pushed up to the Senate unless, exactly. you know, the Democrats vote on it. And they have a lot of committee controls, right, for investigations and everything else. So oh, yeah, no, the, the, Trump the, is in the check right are going to open. He's in trouble. It's, it's nice. Yeah, it's he's nice. in trouble. Yeah. So it's just a matter of, of you know, how far, how, how much in trouble and, and, and will, it, will his time expire before, you know what I'm saying? Because the thing is that law, justice is a very slow moving vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I can they, tell you that obviously from experience. And you know, I, I was telling somebody the other day. So we, we have this group of B school guys that we all chat, and um, uh, Whiskey is one of them. And we're always kind of going back and forth about this. And I, I, you know, I, I was giving them an example of like it's taking me more than a year to collect some of my judgments. Like it's already been decided, and I'm still I'm still having to fight to to finalize cases. And I'm sitting here going, and that's taking me over a year. Little old me. It's taking me over a year to, yeah. to, to get some judgments that I'm like, yo, can we just enforce a judgment already and pay me, right? So that's taking me that long to gather that much. And if little old me takes that long, how long do you think it's going to take to investigate a freaking president of the United States for impeachment? I mean, the, the, the case has to be the most ironclad case in the history of law. So that takes time. And, and it, it, it makes my head explode when I hear people talk about, well, where's the evidence? Where's the evidence? You it don't see time. the evidence till the it's, trial. You don't see the evidence yeah. till the end. Nobody yeah. in, the, in the middle of the OJ trial, people sitting here going, where's the knife? But where's the knife? But where's the knife? Let the They're case gonna, play out, fools. You're not going to yeah. find anything out until the end. And it, 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 and, and that, that's a constant talking point. There's been no evidence. There's been no evidence because he's still doing it. Sit back, yeah. shut the fuck up, and wait. <laughs> anyway. People are talking about things that they don't know about because they're not qualified nor have they studied that. It's like, yeah, folks that tell me certain science and, yeah. doesn't work i'm like yes it does <laughs> oh uh the big yeah. bang doesn't work uh yes I'm there's like, a reason oh. why we have it we have mathematical yeah. calculations for the expansion yeah. of the universe yeah. and as well as you know evolution in the way that macroevolution works like it's all scientifically proven and, yes and it, I, it, I was a skeptic of a lot of these things myself in the past you know what I mean? oh that's what i wanted to say before we wrap up is that you know i i i was a person who grew up thinking that that um homosexuality was a choice I believed it. I, I, I used to grow up saying that it's just like anything else that if somebody really wants to do, they're going to do it. And these, these are the words that used to come out of my mouth all the way through until what of, happened. What happened? I folks. went to. Yeah, and, and I think that's, that's the way a lot of people think about it. So yeah. I sat there and 
That's how I thought about it. I still defended it. I, I was still like, you should be able to do whatever you want. So yeah. it's it, it, so so I've all I've never been um, ho- like in, you know homophobic or in any way against the community at all. I just simply growing up growing up was like, yeah, everybody should have equal rights. Duh, that's never changed. But <clears throat> but I did have that belief, and then it wasn't until I got, I got to honestly college again. I, I started to actually have actual friends because I never actually, you know, little did I know that my little brother, <laughs> but I didn't know that yet. I didn't know you were out. So growing up, literally, I had no, I didn't know. I had no no connection to, to the homosexual community. I just assumed, okay, it's a choice like anybody else, but that's their choice and they should be able to live their lives that way. Going to college, talking to people, et cetera. It wasn't until the, the, the somebody posed this question I, and I can't, I can't, I forget who it was, but to this day, it is the question. Ask someone who's heterosexual why they're heterosexual. And they cannot tell you why. So yeah. how the, so it is the exact same thing. Did, when did, that was phrased know, to me, yeah. They, how my, did you they, know they, when they, you were straight? Uh, yeah, exactly. They say, why do you like women? Why do you like women? They would say that. And I was like, I don't, I just do. Same fucking thing. Yeah. So if you can't, you can't say, specify why you like the opposite sex, then it's the same exact thing. And that, that to me is, is the best, um, at least for people who, who think differently. That's the best question to ask somebody like me who used to believe that it was a choice. Pose them that question and you will find a blank stare because nobody can say why. You can't. Yeah. You just do. It's the same just, thing. Yeah. Uh, there's no difference. Why do you like men? Why do you like the same sex? Uh, you do. Why do you like it's, the opposite sex? You do. No, nobody can, nobody can articulate that. So, so why, 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 why do you expect someone who's homosexual to articulate the reason for being homosexual when you can't even articulate why you're heterosexual? Shut up. And that was the best. <laughs> it put me in my place. And I was like, wow, you know what? Duh. So between that and actually having the relationships, because it always sucks, and I think it's a very bad human trait. People a lot of times don't care about something until it happens to them. Yeah. It's the worst thing in the world. A celebrity won't take up a cause until their kid died of that thing or has that problem or they have the problem. Yeah. Then suddenly you start caring about it. Uh, you know, the Republicans who have come out suddenly are pro, you know, gay. Oh, because my kid is. So their if it hadn't happened to you, yeah. then suddenly, you know what I mean? And, and, and that, that tends to be the, you know, why I hate humans and I'm a misanthrope. Because, they, they, you know, they, that's how they, we think. They, and it sucks. Dick Cheney uh, was a uh, um, for gay marriage, even though I don't respect him as a oh, God, as no. a as, as a person. But uh, on the side of uh, uh, being for uh, gay rights, he used yeah. to hate the Republican Party and other Republicans are against it, saying they're all hypocrites because his daughter's a lesbian. Exactly, that's the only reason place. why. But that's the only reason um, why. You know, I, did see this, him, yeah. <laughs> I saw this funny picture though that it was a of the uh, at the the Bush funeral. They caught a photograph of Cheney just staring at <laughs> at Trump. At who? Trump, he gives them the fucking the, the the worst stank eye, and they were like, "Dude, if Dick Cheney hates you, you're, oh you're like especially you're, evil." Nobody <laughs> likes him. Have you noticed that in the no, in the funeral of George yeah, Bush? Of course, first of all, no yeah. mention the Bushes don't like him. When he Piece sat down, shit. take take it. It was Barack, Jimmy Carter, all the all the uh, yeah, all the Democrats, uh, the Democratic presidents, Bill yeah. Clinton. But the they were talking to each other, even with the vice presidents, right? Mm-hmm. Who were Republican, the former vice presidents that were out there, yeah. and they were all just like gabbing and talking, and you know, yeah. you could tell that they were. It was just a different type of mood. And then I did like the Hillary thing, Donald, Hillary Clinton didn't even look at him though. That was cool. I love it because you know what? He's disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, don't acknowledge right? him, right? Yeah. And, and when he disrespects, yeah. So yeah. he came around and it just got quiet. Yeah, like, nobody that. likes me. It froze up, yeah, because he's, yeah, yeah, I mean, unless you're part of his cult, which is what it is, honestly, at this point, the Trump he's, party, it's yeah, not the it, it, yeah, but it's a cult, it's a yeah. cult because because you if you, you know, anybody who refuses to even listen to reason, that's cult like behavior. So if 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 your only source of information is that person or his media arm. That that that's that that's cult behavior. I don't care about what the person does or what they do. I'm always gonna follow them. What the hell is that? If not a cult. So anyhow. All right, brother. So All right. we uh thanks again for joining us. Um we got Omboy on here. He's gonna be one of our contributors. We'll try to get him on as much as we can because uh there's always gonna be able to give us he's always gonna be able to give us a unique perspective on on different things from different angles. Next time we get you on, I want you to teach us about some engineering. Okay. Good, sir. All right. I wanna talk about, you know, what got Science you interested in it? And, yeah, what got you interested? Okay. Why you chose to do that? You know what I'm saying? Uh, what other things did you consider? How did you fall into specifically electric engineering? Because a lot of people also don't know that within the world of engineering, there's like a hundred different nodes. Oh yeah, in different directions. Yeah. So, so next there time we get you on, 
yeah, let's talk about that. Let's let's teach some folks some engineering. Teach me because I don't know shit about it. So that'll be fun too. Um, yeah, so uh, we'll get into that and how these things work. Because when you went over the motherboards and stuff, dude, my head started to spin. So we'll go back to it, <laughs> and then you can drop right. some knowledge on us about some engineering, and then uh, we'll get to that. And then at some point, we'll do the religion. So I'm dying to do the panel. Um, oh. I want to get this youth pastor that we are familiar with. I won't say his name. Okay. But um. Uh, you know who he is. He's one of the guys from our church who started his own kind of church. I think you know who I'm talking about. Um, I think I think I know he's who more progressive. About. Yeah, I've been talking to him because I want to get him on as a legit, you know, you know, a person who who I would call him a man of God. And let's give his his perspective on it. He's not a, like an ordained pastor, but I think that he's respected. Um, I think a lot of people respect his opinions, and he I find him to be one of the few people within at least that religion who who speak out. Um, against it and, and the problems with it about the, why why don't we have female pastors why do we still do all this you know archaic shit because i remember when he when he branched off and he started his own thing the idea was it was because of that it's like we don't care if you're wearing jewelry we don't care what you know just yeah let's focus on the message and the word and i think that if if they did that they it would be because i don't and when I you say the message I, of the word, it's the message of, of the way Jesus Christ lived his Jesus life. It's Christ not the Bible life. because yeah, personally, exactly. the Bible has a lot of crappy oh, stories. And if yeah. you if you, you say you're – kinds of atrocities. Yeah. The, the Bible itself is a terrible book. Of, a lot of parts in the Bible are very terrible, but yeah, there's a lot of, it's, it's but there's a lot of great guide. parts. Yeah. But if you take in the you know the, the teachings of Jesus Christ and the, the way he focus lived his life, him. right? Exactly. And focus on that, which most Christians don't, no. about loving and not judging. And you know, if you're if you're well off, you know, give back to the poor, right? Exactly. We have things. philanthropists. Yeah, people who do philanthropists. Um, yeah. Philanthropists. Ah. Philanthropists. philanthropists. <laughs> Man, yeah. I'm having trouble <laughs> with my words today. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, yeah. those teachings are fantastic if people, ad, ad, you know, apply it to their lives. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah. Cool. Anyways, all right, man. Yeah, thanks thank a lot. You so uh, enjoy you uh, your evening. I know that uh, your your love is back from uh, foreign travels, so that'll be fun. Yes. Um, yes. And I look forward to meeting him at Christmas. Thank Hi, brother. You, you will. <laughs> thanks again, right, Marshall, for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, it, was, it was a good time. It was fun, and I uh, can't wait to get you back on, brother. All right, buddy. Take care. All right, man. Yeah. All right, folks. That's the show. I hope you enjoyed that very intimate conversation I had with Ownboy. Um, very excited that he's on as a new contributor. Next time, we'll talk some mechanical engineering, circuitry, boards, V equals IR, and how all these gadgets that we love and use and enjoy actually work. So that'll be a cool conversation to have with him. He's really good at teaching things. Um, he has experience uh, teaching, and he's a very good teacher, especially breaking down complicated stuff. So I uh, hope you guys had a good happy holidays uh, with your family and friends, and we appreciate your listening as always. Check us out on CutTheCaca.com, and we're on the Twitter at CutTheCaca. I'm on the Twitter at CounselorCTC, and we'll talk to you again soon. If we don't see you soon, Happy New Year. (laughs) 